0: Hello, hello, Health Club for Moms. I am so excited to be here with you. It's been a long time since I've been live on a video with you, so this is gonna be so fun. My name is Casey Ladd, and when you jump on, please, please, please say hello, tell me where you're watching from, and I would just love to talk to you and interact with you. This is so exciting for me. I am so, so thankful to start our year off together as moms, In prayer and just coming around the power of prayer. I loved hearing Deb and Linda share yesterday and I feel like God has given me something really good um, just from living through it in my own life that I want to share with you. So I can't wait. Um, So as you jump on, share this video, tell others about it. Tell me that you're here. So I know I'm talking to someone. Hi, Michelle. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, so, while we wait for a couple of others to join on, hi Donna. Oh, this is so fun. It's like all my old friends, even though I've never actually met you in person. <laughs> so, I am living in Cape Town, South Africa. So, it is eight o'clock at night here at It's eight o'clock at night in Cape Town. It is still hot and still bright outside because it's summertime. And, um, and so there are, it's so fun to know that we can be help club for moms all around the world. I see Nikki from the UK. Hi, Nikki. Um, yeah, this is just such a special thing for me. And as I was logging on and getting ready, I thought, okay, well, what should I share with people just to introduce myself? Um, I haven't done a live video with you in a long time, so it's kind of fun to, to jump back on and feel like I'm with my friends and, um, and just to say, Hey, here's who I am. So I'm in Cape town. You can hear by my accent, though I am American, um, and I just realized that I tw- uh, twelve years ago from tomorrow, I um, I left from Texas in America to fly to South Africa for a six month mission trip. Twelve years later, I'm still here. <laughs> So God changed my plans quite a bit, but I have my big South African birthday coming up, turning 12 in South African years this week. And it's amazing. It's amazing to think of what God has done. I came as a single woman on a six month mission trip. And very soon after I got here, I met a little boy who needed a mom. God gave me an opportunity to be a mom. So then I started single parenting my son for and shortly after that well 5 years after that i met a very handsome american missionary from tennessee it is not Um, slipping up too much, but he moved out. We moved out of rural South Africa and moved into Cape town. We felt called to build up the church. So we are now pastors leading a church called South Point church here in Cape town. So if anyone is watching from South point, hello, I'm so happy you're here. Please say hi. And, um, and now we have a two-year-old, almost three-year-old little boy named Benjamin. And I am six months pregnant with another little boy. So we have got boys, boys, boys. (laughs) So we have a 14-year-old, a two-year-old, and a baby on the way. So that's kind of who I am and where I'm coming from. And um, yeah, I'm just so glad that you're here. And we are getting ready to start a new Bible study that is going to be incredible. I love working through the Easter studies with the Help Club for Moms because the Lent It's such, such a special thing to walk through it and work through it. Thank you, Donna. So we are starting The Wise Woman Grows. And you can get the book if you're in the States or in the UK. You can get the book on Amazon. And if you're in a country like South Africa where it's not as easy or Nigeria or anywhere where it's not as easy, we can get the book to you. And it is full of incredible kids content. So not only are you being discipled and walking in community with other moms, but you have tools to help your kids of all ages. So it's very, very cool. Very excited to jump in. It starts, I think that Deb is doing an online mentoring group. And I think that starts on the 20th of January. And the study starts on the 31st, the week of the 31st of January. But if you want to be a part of the online group with Deb in Mountain Time, which is her time in the Colorado area of the States, I think she is doing one group at 12 p.m. at noon and one at 5.30 p.m. For my Texans, if anybody's from Texas watching, that's at 1 p.m. or 6.30 p.m. And if you're in South Africa and you want to be a part Of the evening study, Um, you can tune in with Deb at 9 p.m. in South African time. It's the other study is at 2:30 a.m. So South Africa may not want to jump in on that one. Melanie's here, hello! But so we have online opportunities for you to jump in with Deb, do the Wise Woman Grows book, or you can start a a Bible study with your friends. You can use the book, do it with your friends. We are going to be having an in-person Bible study at South Point Church. I'm super excited about it. And um, yeah, there's there's just so much good. So make sure you get a copy of The Wise Woman Grows. And if you have not listened to the podcast, do it now. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can go to search for help club for moms and all the devotionals are there. So if you if it's hard to get a minute to sit down and read. Maybe you also have a teenager, a toddler, and a baby on the way. Sometimes it's hard (laughs) to find a time to read. You can listen along with us, have the devotionals read over you, and there's some really good bonus content. So next week, definitely listen next week because we are going to be talking about, we're going to be learning together about how to hear God's voice, how to hear his voice for you, for your family. Oh, thank you for the, there's information now in the group. I'm assuming that's from Nikki on Deb's online group. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so you can, you can hear God's voice for your children and for your marriage. And, and you don't have to, you don't have to do life alone because if you're hearing God's voice, you remember that you're not alone. So that's, that's the good stuff. And another way to remember you're not alone is let's pray together. Let's pray for each other. That's what we're here for today is to pray. I want to share some things that I've learned along my journey the hard way, as I typically learn about prayer, but I also want to pray for you and whatever, whatever is on your heart and mind, whatever is important to you is important to God. So start now typing in your prayer requests. I'm going to pray to open us up. I'm going to share a little bit of story. And that's the Buzzsprout link that you see now is the podcast link. Um, Hi, Tanya. Um, I'm saying hi, like we're all best friends and I haven't met most of you, but I do feel like we're friends. (laughs) That's the beauty of help club. (laughs) <laughs> so, um, I want to pray for us now to open up, but please send in your prayer requests because we are going to get after it today. Okay. And we're going to pray triumphantly and boldly. And I'm going to tell you why. All right. So let's just jump in. Let's, so I'm going to pray for us. And we're just going to jump in with some stuff that God put on my heart to share with you. All right. All right. Uh, Lord, I am, I'm feeling so, so energized and so excited to be here with sisters in Christ tonight. I thank you that we can be a part of something really special all around the world in different time zones, in different seasons, in different hemispheres. You're the same God and you're faithful and you're holy. And, and we just, I just come before you in awe and in expectancy, God, I pray that you would speak a good word into our hearts tonight or this morning, wherever we are. And um, that you, yeah, you would just do something good. God, I know that you will hear our prayers. I know that you will move and respond. And so I just, I pray that our hearts would be soft and our ears would be open and that distractions would be silenced in the name of Jesus. So we love you, Lord. It's in your name we pray. Amen. All right. Clay is here. Hello. Um, I'm, It's so fun. When you jump on, please say hello. Please uh, share this video with your friends because we're going to like get, we're going to get real. I don't know how to do it any other way, but just to get very real and vulnerable. And sometimes another mom needs that. Even if you don't know her story, don't know what she's going through, it helps. Okay. So what we're going to talk about today is triumphant prayer. And doesn't that sound great and powerful? And so I'm going to ask you, I want to just give you a chance to think about it. What position or what posture are you praying for from? And there's a reason I'm asking, and it's because I have struggled with this a lot and like not a long time ago, like before I was a Christian, but like, like recently I found myself praying really helplessly. Hi Alma. I've prayed really helplessly. A lot of times I've prayed like I've been a a victim to my circumstances, or I've even rationalized why my prayers wouldn't get answered because there's so much this and this and this, and he did that. And she did that. And you know, this is happening around the world and here's why things aren't getting answered and like making a case for my prayers to not get answered. And, and I'll tell you why, and I'll talk more about that in a minute, but it's, it's really important moms. It's really valuable for you to take a minute and ask God, what position am I praying from? What's my posture when I pray? What am I coming to you with God? Um, Is it with fear? I've done a lot of fear, fear-based praying, or is it with doubt where I'm I'm saying the words, not really believing the words, not really thinking it's possible or, or honestly, truly with me, it's a lot of times not really think I'm worth listening to, or not really think it's worth hearing this prayer. Maybe this one's not important enough. There's maybe there's other things going on. Other people have more important things or whatever. Um, or, you know, sometimes it feels like you're saying a prayer and it's just like taking a big fat chance, like, <laughs> I'm just going to say these words and see what happens. You know? And or sometimes it's our last resort. Like, well, I can't do anything else, so I guess I'll just pray. Has anyone ever been there before? Um, you know, and one of the most valuable lessons to me in my life from help club has been this continuous soundtrack of Deb telling me pray and ask God, pray and ask God, pray and ask God. And I'm like, "Well, oh, she prays and asks God about everything." <laughs> But you know what, I I truly moms, and I want you to hear this in case you're going through something that you feel ashamed of, or you feel like maybe other people don't understand, or maybe you feel embarrassed or just insecure in, I cannot think of a single thing that I have shared with Deb and I've shared so openly with her. That she couldn't relate to me on, and we're, and every time, I promise you, every time she said, "Oh yes," and I used to, when this happened, I used to pray and ask God for this and this and this and this, and it, it's just like dawned on me, like, oh, she literally prays and asks God about everything, and he he's there and he answers. So I've learned that a lot in just my conversations with other Help Club moms, and and so I I want to like just repeat that back over us again and again. Cause I need to hear it again and again. And I want to pray and ask God and believe. I don't want to pray and ask God like, like a helpless, hopeless victim. That's not who God made me to be. That's not who I am. And that's not who you are. And we're going to like, we're going to find that and we're going to go for it. And we're going to deep dive into that today. And we're not going to be here a long time, but I'm, I'm going to like super dose us with some scripture and some personal stories. And then we are going to pray and pray and pray. Um, Charles Spurgeon said this about prayer, um, you know, cause I I'm, I've been in this season I it wasn't a season of just praying, like kind of as a victim, like, I don't know if this is going to happen. I pray because it's like what a Christian is supposed to do. And Spurgeon says prayer. Oh, my quote just disappeared on me. Hold on. Where'd it go? Okay. Prayer is the natural outgushing of a soul in communion with Jesus. Moms, is that your posture? Is that the position that you're praying from? Just a natural outgushing. It's not a great word, an outgushing. And so I started thinking about this idea of triumphant prayer or praying from a different position than I have been praying in when I read this verse from John 15, 7. And this is the, I'm going to read you the kind of the familiar version from the NIV that you may have heard before. Jesus is speaking and he's speaking to his disciples. And he's saying, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Have you ever heard that verse? Um, That was always the verse where I was like, that is so great for other people. (laughs) It doesn't really apply to me. Uh, because I wasn't in a, a place of triumph. And then I read it in another version. There's another version of the Bible I like to read called the Passion Translation. And it this is the same verse in that translation. It says, but and this is Jesus speaking. He says, But if you live in life union with me, and if my words live powerfully within you, then you can ask whatever you desire and it will be done. And I think it's so cool because one of the notes in this translation says that the Aramaic, so the Passion Translation translates straight from Aramaic into English. And Aramaic is, is Jesus's first language, his, his kind of home heart language. And so what the Aramaic version of this says, it's translated into when my words take hold and are strong within you. And that is different than the way that I pray a lot of times and the way that I walk with Jesus and the way that I know him. And that really struck me, but where I'm coming from moms, and and maybe you're coming from this place too. This is where I just, just go raw, go open is that I have a lot of prayers that were not answered. And, And to be very honest with you, it did some major damage to my faith and to my hope. And, you know, it's great to hear those testimonies from the people who Persevered in their prayer and they finally saw the healing or they finally saw the reconciliation or whatever. And there are things that I'm still expecting some of that in my life for. But for some of it, the opportunity has been missed. Like the answer was a clear no. Um, she, she passed away or this other thing happened. Like things have happened. So some of those prayers that I prayed and fasted for and everything, put all my heart and soul and had people around me praying, some of them just did not happen. And it truly did some damage to my soul and some damage in my ability to see good and to see God in things. And this isn't like 10 years ago, this is like last year. You know, this is very recent. And and I I wanted I just want to be honest with you because we've all I don't know if we've all been there, but I've been there. And I don't think I'm the only person that's been there. So I wanted to even ask you, mom, mom, (laughs) have you ever felt damaged or stepped backward because of what it because of having an unanswered prayer or because of what seems like an unanswered prayer has your hope has your faith ever been bruised or damaged or maybe cut off because of unanswered prayers has your confidence ever dimmed because of it or maybe you've been caught in that resounding mind battle of this is not what I thought it was going to be maybe it's about work or parenting or marriage or being an adult and having to do finances or caring for elderly parents or the way that that life is panning out. Maybe it's not going like you thought it would, or like you prayed, the direction is not going in the direction that you prayed. And you know what? I I've experienced that. And I actually have became surprised. was surprised at who I became because I became really negative and really doubtful. And I've always been like, wildly optimistic and hopeful. I was always called the Pollyanna and it was a gift and a strength that God gave me. But then all of a sudden I'm making a case for circumstances and I'm, I'm like giving God an out like God needs an out, you know, and make believing, putting more faith in the circumstances of this world rather than God's power in the King of Kings rather than in his power. And, and that's just where I've been. That's my journey. And so if you've been there, I just want you to know that you're not alone. If you're there now, if you've ever been there, or if you have a child, sometimes it's very scary if we see our child or our husband going through that, it's okay. It's okay. And we're going to talk about why, because I can see now God is using even that, even my doubt, even my damage. He's using that in my, in my life. in my family's life, because in my own dryness, moms, I have realized what I'm really thirsty for. And that is the truth. And it's life union with Christ. Just like that verse was talking about, just like Jesus was speaking about in his home language. And yes, the prayers that I've prayed and the prayers that you pray and the things that you care about are valid. And they're very important to me. And I know that they're very important to you and it's valuable. And it's necessary we we want to pray for our circumstances and God cares about them so much mom he really does and so yes God cares so much about what you care about and sometimes our prayers don't get answered Jesus said it in John 16:33 he told us that there would be trouble in the world it's not what he wanted but But God did something for me. I just want to tell you that God did something really great in me in the face of my own losses, in spite of my fear and my doubt and my hurt and my bitterness. Because you know what? God is not offended by my humanity and he's not offended by your humanity. You don't have to be the perfect Christian. You don't have to be the perfect mom. You don't have to be the perfect anything. God is not offended. He is not weakened by our weakness. In in our weakness, he's made strong. And so a lot of my losses that I've been through were largely because of circumstances in the world from corruption, from sickness, from brokenness. And you know what I, I think, and I believe that God grieved with me and God grieved for me, just like Jesus wept at Lazarus's tomb. God's not sitting there saying, well, you should have prayed this way or you should have believed this or sorry. May other people have bigger problems. Like no moms, God, Grieves with us, when things are broken, when we lose babies, when we lose family members that we never got to say goodbye to, when, when sickness comes and changes the trajectory of your family's story, when corruption happens, when the things that have happened to you happen, when the things that have happened to me happen, when life doesn't look like what you thought it would be, when the marriage is not being what you decided that the marriage would Be before you said the vows, God grieves with you and he cares for you and he is there with you. And so keep sending in your, I see that Donna has sent sent in some prayer requests, keep sending in prayer requests. We're almost done. I'm going to read you a a few more scripture and and we're going to go to town with our prayers. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard people talking about having a life verse, like having this verse that is like this is who I this is my banner and I've never I've never been that kind of girl never had a life first but recently I have really be, been beginning to see this truth from Romans 828 just resounding in my life you know when our family shares parts of our story um it's it's a wild one <laughs> We have a lot of curveballs and things like that. But one part of our story is that because of the corruption in the in the government of the of South Africa here, and in the I was just telling Zakiswa, who's here watching about it today, within the home affairs system and paperwork kind of corruption, that um my family has not been able to travel for the last six years. So I, my children haven't met my family. Like my husband and I got married here in South Africa, but we've only met each other's families like One time in 2015. And um, so my mom hasn't met my, her grandson yet. And just all of these things, we've just been like um, shackled, physically shackled in a lot of ways. And we've faced some very extreme corruption and injustice in more ways that I could really share um, on this video. Uh, And people will just, will tell people the story and they'll just shake their heads in disbelief or look at me like, oh. So sorry, and you're and and just and just feel sorry for me. But and you know, I appreciate the care, but then now let me tell you what I can see now. Romans 8:28 is what I can see now. And it says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And mama, I mean, look at me, moms, look at me right now, just like you. I'm not talking about me, I'm talking about us. Me and you, mama, just like you. I've suffered great loss. Many things in my life have not gone as I've planned. Mom, just like you, I have faced dashed dreams and a broken heart and missed expectations. And I have endured great hurts at the expense of a broken world, just like you. So I want to read some truth and some scripture over both of us. Okay. From Romans eight and, um, and Lori, If you have a chance, you could type in Romans 8, 31, 32, 35, 39. I actually wonder if I can type it in like this. Let's see. Will this work? Oh, I don't know. That may or may not. Oh, there it is. There we go. Huh. Okay. So I want to read this from the Passion Translation, which is that version I was reading you earlier. This is for me and you, okay? If God has determined to stand with us. Tell me who could ever stand against us for God has proved his love by giving us his greatest treasure, the gift of his son. And since God freely offered him up as a sacrifice for us all, he certainly won't withhold anything else he has to give. Who could ever separate us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Absolutely no one for nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love toward us. Troubles pressures, and problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. What about persecutions, deprivations, dangers, and death threats? No, for they are all impotent to hinder omnipotent love. Listen to this. No, for they are all impotent to hinder omnipotent love. There is no power above us Or beneath us, no power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love, which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. So, moms, we pray with power, me and you. We are not victims to our past or our present circumstances. We are not victims to a broken world because we have been saved by Jesus. Anytime you feel like a victim, you shut it down. Shut down that lie because you have been saved by Jesus. So Romans 8, 37 says, In all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So let's pray tonight and tomorrow and every day from now on as fully clothed conquerors. Okay, so we are going to get dressed. We're going to get dressed in the armor from Ephesians 6, 14 through 17. It says, stand firm then moms, stand firm with the belt of truth, buckled around your waist, the belt of true with the breastplate of righteousness in place. And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up your shield of faith from which you can extinguish all of the flaming arrows of the evil one. They're still going to come, but you can extinguish them moms. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So if you know who you are, you are a daughter of the King of Kings, then you pray differently. If you inherently believe this moms, that no matter what the world dishes out, God is for you, then you can pray from a place of triumph. You can live in victory no matter what happens. Not as a victim. You are not a victim. You are more than a conqueror no no matter what happens. And I want you to hear, send in your prayer request now. I want you to hear, God is for you. God is for you no matter what the world and the circumstances are saying, don't, don't give them the power. Don't give them more power than God, the creator of the universe has, because he is for your health. He is for your heart. He is for your home. He is for your husband. He is for your marriage. He is for your children and your finances and your future. The Lord is for you. And what he treasures most is a life union with you moms. And I want you to hear this as we close that God does not let bad things happen to you so that you'll turn to him. He is not that kind of father. Okay. So I don't want that to be your takeaway. Bad things happen because there's sin in the world. That's the only reason. But God is so good that he can use even the bad things to make good in your heart and in your spirit and for your eternal life. Our prayer, when we pray we are, it is for a relationship with him. It's for a life union with him. It's not for a vending machine. Boop, boop, boop. Let me press the button and get this result. So we are going to come tonight or today <laughs> to the one who would stop at nothing for your heart, moms. He, you are a dearly, dearly loved daughter of the King. So we, we're going to put on our clothes as conquerors of the King, and we are going to pray. So tell me what I can pray about for you. And we are, we're going to pray together and, and just finish up my night in, in triumph in God's power and lead you into the rest of the day in God's power. So please share your prayer requests and make sure you do share this video. And if you are watching this later, please add your prayer requests in, into the comments and we will pray for you. Okay. We, this is, you can watch this at any time, anywhere, and we will still be very happy to pray for you. Donna says, please pray for my Daughter Joy needs healing, salvation, and healing in a relationship, um, and prayer that she'd go to a Christian counselor, and for prayer that she gets back in the swing of homeschool this week after our family had COVID. Oh, my. Um, i had COVID in October, November, Christmas, and my mom, Julie, and her husband, Craig, got COVID, and he died. Oh, my goodness, Donna. You have been through so much in wanting to be led by Christ in all you do. Okay. Donna will definitely be lifting you up and I'm going to just start praying. If you want to add in a prayer request now or later, please do it. And, um, and let's start praying. Okay. Um, father God, I thank you that you, you, you didn't stop at anything. I, I thank you God that when you saw me doubting and low and weak, when you seen all of us here together in our lowest and our weakest, you weren't ashamed. You weren't upset. You came in like a, a mighty King, mighty to save you came in like our knight in shining armor, like our strong, good, loving father with your strong arms. And you scooped us up and you said, I'm going to make good in your life. I'm going to use the bad things that the world has done. And I'm going to make good. And I especially wanted to speak that over Donna now with all that she's carrying and all that she's facing Lord with her daughter, with the loss in her family. And then with coming coming, getting ready to start homeschooling, God, I say, Lord, I pray that Donna would quickly, swiftly see that the ways that the enemy tried to turn things toward bad, that you are making good in her life. I pray that the seeds I I trust, and I know that the seeds have been planted for her daughter's salvation, for healing and reconciliation in their relationship, and for more and more and more than we even know how to expect, God. Um, Yeah, I just speak I speak your joy, your hope, and your salvation over her daughter Joy, Lord, and I just pray for uh, just amazing grace over Donna. She gets, seeks to just seek you in all things and get back into homeschooling. You know all the factors and all the things surrounding her, um, and I speak that I speak, uh, I push back chaos in the name of Jesus. I push back chaos i push back discontentment disheartedness weariness in the name of jesus for every mom who's watching i push back uh, the victim mindset the why me mindset or any anything that is just weighing us down that feels like chains we just drop those chains in the name of jesus and say so we are just like tanya said we are daughters of the king of kings we are um he leads us in a triumphal procession That's right, Phibia. And we say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, that you are so faithful. You are so true. And I just, I just speak a blessing of triumph and um, inheritance over the moms who are watching now and who will watch later and who may listen on the podcast. And we, we come to you um, in worship and in praise, God. Thank you for doing good things in our life. Thank you that you always do good. So we love you, Lord. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. It's so special to pray with you and pray for you. And we're not going to stop praying. So send in your prayer requests at any time and make sure you join us on the podcast for the great stuff we have coming up next week, where you can learn how to hear God's voice on your own. And remember that you're never alone because the Holy Spirit is with you and speaking to you. And so catch us on the podcast, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, just search help club for moms. There's also a link here and there's a lot of links here in the comments for you to um, grab our copy of the wise woman grows and get all the information you need to join our new Bible study. Okay. It's going to be great. Love you all so much. And thank you for coming and spending some time with me tonight. Have a good one. Goodbye, everybody.